0: Sound speeds. Sound speeds. Check, check. You know,
1: what? let's see. Let's try this out. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I know we said we were ready, and then I'm fucking. Upset. Ah, shit.
2: Sorry. Oh god. Kathy lied to all of us.
1: I'm so sorry.
0: Good thing we're not running off of tape and old style film.
1: Oh my. Oh gosh, my gosh. Could you so imagine?
0: All the okay, money really going down the drain.
1: Okay.
2: I'm really divering
1: a thing here. <laughs> oh, how's this? Ooh, oh, that better.
2: sounds great to me. Oh, great.
0: You're listening to Oh, hot luck, Hey, everyone! Welcome back to the Korean drama podcast. This episode brought to you by Team Moderna, where we will guarantee <laughs> to fuck your shit up. For at least a couple days.
2: <laughs> but you you're still here, Steve.
0: Yes, yes. That's I nice. Know.
1: And I'm, you're building antibodies. That's great. That's I, right.
0: And building like these like marbles in my armpit. I can feel the lymph nodes swelling. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's. I mean, it's been a crazy trip for the past few days.
2: Your body is really like working on overtime right now because not only are you building COVID antibodies, but you are also using your body to create entertainment related to korean dramas
0: so Mm. Mm -hmm. so much being asked of just this one korean boy
2: (laughs) but you know it's it's for the greater good both of them are yes
0: but you know i'm just uh, i'm just following the trend uh kathy and kim you guys have also gotten uh, your doses of uh the vaccine at this point
1: yes yes i you know what i think is um Is going to be funny to look back on in the future is how we treated the different brands because so many people have brand loyalty to vaccines.
2: (laughs) Oh wow!
0: House Moderna, I've seen those little memes.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I haven't seen any of that yet. Although I am hashtag. Hashtag Team Pfizer. Team Pfizer. Only fifty percent so far, but I am hashtag Team Pfizer. The one, the
0: one for Brown, the one for Johnson and Johnson reads something like, "Hey, it works." Whereas, like, and you know what? That's so good. We're gonna crush this. You know, something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, of of course, unfortunate news lately, but whatever. It works. It works. They
2: all work. Yes. Yes.
0: Get a lotto ticket after you get your Johnson and Johnson shot. Just in
2: yeah, case. Ooh. treat yourself. Yeah. Fun.
0: I, I say that in reference to the dark, remote possibility that if you're a one in a million who gets like an adverse reaction. Oh,
1: I see. I thought you were like treat yourself to a surprise.
2: I was <laughs> yes thinking to no. my, I was thinking to myself that I was like, after I get my second dose, like I should get myself a treat. Like I should get like an ice cream cone at like nine thirty in the morning. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think I mean, you definitely should too. do that after you're fully vaccinated two weeks after your second shot, PSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yep, yep.
1: Um, did we want to address some
2: fan mail? Oh my All goodness, right. we well, have we, fan must. Mail. we must. Um, so, uh, many of you have heard me speak of my dad, who is an avid watcher of Itaewon class. He's actually further into the show than uh, me, Kathy, and Steve are. Currently. He just couldn't help
0: himself, could he?
2: He just loves it. And he listens to all these episodes. Hi, dad. And so, Mr. Cooper. um, Hi, Mr. Cooper. Hi, dad. Uh, So, so a couple weeks ago, he texted me with some questions and then we didn't answer them. And we, we do record this like much later. So we're recording. This is the episode. This is episode 10. Um, I'm not sure where we are right now in the release, but we're, we're recording several weeks behind. So dad, here's the answers that you asked for several weeks ago. um, so his first question is, do all Koreans yell out one word when they are upset? Seems strange they do it in public. That's a great question. And I think that he's referring to uh Sua screaming in the street, um uh when when she's upset.
0: He didn't leave any other clues about like the context of what he saw.
2: No, that's all that he said, and then and then uh Last Friday, he texted me, uh, did you ask if this is a Korean thing?
0: He, he really he wants He really know. wants to know it's the know. answer. So the,
2: the thing for us to do is to answer it um, several weeks, like at, at this point, probably like six weeks after he's asked the question <laughs> when this comes out. And I'm not going to spoil it by answering it for him personally. Oh, what a treat.
0: Uh, so the question is, do Koreans yell out a one word thing? on the street when they're upset
2: he just mm-hmm. asked do all Koreans yell out one word when they are upset
0: um I mean in the context of what Sua was probably screaming uh, without really knowing what he's referencing uh what the one time she screamed out was when she was upset at Roy Bullcut, right yes mm-hmm. um I don't remember exactly. She probably screamed out something like "ah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know that, which means, um, it's just annoying or frustrating.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But to me, that's not one word. But so is I'm, it
2: a Korean thing?
0: Um. Yes. <laughs> I don't know exactly <laughs> if only I knew what he what exactly he was referencing, I could give him a more precise answer. Gosh. Well maybe yeah, to you
1: when when you or other uh Korean people are annoyed and or drunk.
0: Maybe he's referencing uh it's not really a word, but it's kind of like a reaction. Like Koreans will go like Eish. If you're pissed off, if someone you know bugs you, or like someone, something unfortunate happens, mm. you might, as a Korean, go like Eesh! Eesh!
2: and that is a Korean thing.
0: Yes, I see. I, I mean, yes.
2: I mean, I when I'm very annoyed or frustrated, I will often like be like "fuck," but you know, that, not like on the. Street. That's an
0: American thing,
2: <laughs>
0: I suppose do do uh english speakers in other countries not yell out fuck do they go i have no idea if you're british what do you say
2: bollocks steve Shite. i don't know okay his Sh- second question is why would the chairman wear tennis shoes at least they look like it with white soles <sighs> i forgot to look at this in this episode Oh Dang shoot. It. I didn't look at it either cuz we do get a full body shot of the chairman.
0: What were you trying to look up?
2: Uh his his shoes.
0: His They look like just normal like kids. I like, know,
2: but I I think I found slip-ons. that to be very interesting as well and I think we might have mentioned this when we were going over this episode when we first saw his shoes that it is very surprising to me at least that he like this like very like traditional pulled together guy is wearing like sneakers.
0: Yeah, very contemporary, like a yeah. hipster. Like, you would think that he'd be skateboarding to work or something.
1: Well, yeah. that, to me, those white shoes kind of read more old man.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Orthopedic.
2: Oh. Orthopedic yeah. style.
1: But oh. then also considering what he's wearing, it, it it is jarring. It's a choice.
0: Yeah. I mean, they kind of look like just toned down Vans a little bit, you know, mm, skater shoes. Right.
2: It kind of has, like, the, like wearing chucks with a tux kind of vibe, you know? Ooh. Like chucks with oh, a I like tux. have you know like I have a I have my formal like uh, traditional outfit on, but I got sneakers on to show you that I've got some personality.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm hip with it. I mean, Though he's I really... definitely he likes to uh put show off his flair for fashion. They definitely. He. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
2: yes he does. Mm-hmm. So those are the answers. Um
0: Nothing he does is subtle except for uh corporate takedowns.
2: Oh my gosh! And we're about to see some very
0: fascinating,
2: uh, some very fascinating stuff out of out of in this episode. Oh boy! Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. Shall we jump in, Mr. Cooper? Thank you so much for your questions.
1: Yes, thank you. Yes, let's get into it, Dad. Thanks for your questions.
0: Answer your questions with more questions. Yes. (laughs) I hope we've answered them.
1: Well, okay. So this episode starts out, um, as we recall, last episode. Uh, Yisa has uh, thrown coffee into Gunwon's face. Hot coffee into hot his coffee. eyes.
2: Oh, oh! Uh, Even worse than uh, remember when um, the one really drunk guy poured soup on. No, 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 no. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, what is his name? What's Gun's name? Sungwan. Sungwan. It was Sungwan poured hot soup onto the drunk uh, guy. Yeah, that was he wild. What
0: was hot... that?
1: That was like episode two or
2: something.
0: It was really but
2: hot coffee in the eyes is like that's a stuff. That's like the Joker's
0: face is melting.
2: Yeah,
1: really becoming the Joker. Um.
0: The 2 Face Harvey Oh yes. Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. Yes.
2: I don't know who that is, but I believe you guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. Batman returns. No, no, not Batman Returns. The Dark Knight rises.
2: Oh, you know what? I did watch that. I watched that um, when I was a freshman and I, I went to college in Chicago um, and uh, I watched that late at night at a friend's apartment. And then I had to walk back to my own apartment and we were all had all been talking about how it was uh, filmed, how the Dark Knight Rises was filmed in Chicago. And I was like in, walking home by myself at like midnight. As you do when you're 18 and you live in Chicago. <laughs> oh my God. No Mr. One Cooper's walked- going
0: to have a heart attack. Yeah.
1: Dad, so that never happened. You.
2: Oh, it was pretend. <laughs> that was the, I made it up. That was an improvisation. Yes. Well. <laughs> going on. Speaking of,
1: no one helps Yisa when this fight is going down, which is wild to me. Like this woman is like fighting
2: with this man and everyone's like, all right. <laughs> like no one's I, stepping I, in. Yeah. Again, like it's it, compl- it continues to baffle me that people will not come to the aid of a person who's obviously running from another person. Right. But well, then
0: oh, they sorry, were go about. Ahead. I think they were about to. But then, Kunwan uh, pulls out his wallet and pulls like a video game Grand Theft Auto move where he tosses money and then all of a sudden everyone's distracted picking up the yes. the money.
2: Right. Well, right before that happens, strange. it's it's actually like uh like. A white guy who's like, hey, what's going on here? And then One yeah. pulls out his wallet and I was like, here comes the white savior, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Which is weird because she also started crying for help in
1: English. At least my dubbed version was doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is like, why will Korean people not help? Like you have to ask for
2: the tourists to help? I mean, obviously the Korean people aren't gonna help because we've seen several examples of this throughout the mm. show where somebody's running clearly running from somebody else and there also uh uh Esau was um uh running from that crazy man before uh that wasn't a nice thing to say the, the guy that was like very drunk and uh was being a predator at her yes. was running from that guy in the street before too and nobody helped her
1: yeah. And well, huh. luckily, so he throws the money, Gunwon throws the money in the air, and who should be there? But Roy, what is Roy doing there? What are like, you
2: doing there? He was
0: watching from the rooftops, like he saw the bat signal, and then he just flew yes, down.
2: truly, truly.
0: F- fist first into Gunwon's face. Yes. <laughs> <Fist> first. <laughs> That's basically but, what happened.
1: Yes, he does get a good punch in, but Yisou stops him from fighting more, so he won't get in trouble, and the cops do pull up and arrest Gunwon.
0: I'm surprised that uh, they didn't take all three of them to the station, only one I, Gunwon.
2: I, I w- thought that they had at first because it looked like there were three people sitting in the back of the cop car. Um, but then, yeah, it was only one in the end.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, joi face is bleeding. Uh, yes. Aren't you going to also question and ask about what happened? Very well, strange. Yeah, I, was, I, I was also a little worried that is. Uh, is one going to pay off the police officers? And are they going to just comply with a bribery? I yes. mean,
2: that's happened before.
1: Right. Yeah, it was a little Maybe there are too many witnesses, so they couldn't do that. Um,
0: I, do, I do want to stop one second and mention that uh, this scene brought to you by Correano's Kitchen. Um, uh, bringing fusion Korean-Mexican cuisine and tacos to korean people who didn't really understand what tacos were or appreciate them before
1: was it in the background of the shop
0: yeah so Corianos K- is my friend's restaurant in oh Italian. cool uh, oh. james kwan shout out to james shout please out give out us to some james. tacos next time we're in the area oh my gosh uh,
2: james if we come to itaewon
0: i mean we're in la though it's like the best the taco capital of the world but you know i mean,
2: we get try the tacos everywhere yeah. well, that's no, not yeah. true you know we well, to james is from
0: california there. so he knows what's up so he's trying to oh, spread the, the, oh, the, the taste it. the good taste of the tacos to korea because that's korea so cool that you saw
2: that you saw his sign in the show
0: yeah yeah oh. and apparently i went to his uh the Corianos uh instagram and i saw that um they took a screenshot of that scene but then <gasps> they greeked out the the canopy to say Orianos instead no! of Corianos <laughs> But the thing is, oh, I no. caught that the neon sign, they couldn't Greek out the neon sign, the, the yellow neon uh, sign that says is with a C. So, oh, that is
2: so funny. So well, they tried Corianos, their best, you know, but, yeah. you know, they just do that so that they don't have to pay for the rights to show that on but TV. But they should
0: pay. I know. Is there's an the opportunity sign? there. maybe. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, back to your regularly scheduled.
1: <laughs> that was our commercial break. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Well, is very happy with how this all went down, but Roy is like upset that she's like hurt. Um and Esau is very happy that he's like worried about her, which is I I know she's too young. I know she's too young. The show's manipulative. I'm starting to root for them. <laughs> I am. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my
2: gosh. Wow, wow. Um I mean,
1: It's okay. I'm wrong. It's okay. (laughs) I don't think that that
0: you're. Like, what I see is Roy, in his mind, just being like an older brother.
2: That's what I see more of, too.
0: Obviously, she, and she's kind of like, I see her, like, these puppy dog eyes pop up, you know, whenever she gets attention from Roy. And it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of like cute in a way. It's, but that, but in my mind, I feel like that'll never happen that too, like that's so you don't take it seriously. But maybe um, maybe that's just in my own head. What do you feel, Kim?
2: I mean, I, I agree. I definitely get more of a like brother vibe from Seroy going to Um, uh, But I definitely get more of a I love you vibe right from the other direction. Yes. Um, but, Kathy, I see what you're saying. And I do agree with you that the show is trying to manipulate us to, like, <laughs> ship these two. Mm. I just uh, am too stubborn to mm. be manipulated by the show. That's
0: a, that's a Korean thing.
2: I am, oh, like, play
0: <laughs> They can
1: shape me however they want. I ship this couple now. Ooh, <laughs>
2: Kathy with the hot taste. I, don't sh- I do not ship them um, yet. Oh, I also wanted to share. I made... Um, I made my, my, I almost said Punnett square, completely not correct. (gasps) I made the alignment chart, the moral alignment chart. Do you think this is a good time to share or should we share share it another time? No, let's hear it. So uh, I had to do some real thinking on this and I'm willing to be wrong. Um, But so... Uh, if you're not familiar with a moral alignment chart, um, it is very popular in Dungeons and Dragons uh, and like role-playing games and has like since become very popular on the internet. Um, a moral alignment chart has uh, three, three things going across, three things going down. You can be lawful, neutral, or chaotic, and you can be good, neutral, or evil. Um, so first up is lawful good. That's somebody that like, uh, follow the rules and they they want to do stuff for the greater good I put that person most m- most lawful good on this show I think is gunsu mm. puppy boy mm-hmm. okay um neutral good which my interpretation of what the internet said is that uh they're more of like a do what you feel in the moment for the good of what you believe is good is ser
0: hmm
2: uh, chaotic good meaning that you will do anything for the greater good Quanang mm. yeah um because and specifically when he takes the fake ID uh even though he knows that it's fake because he's mm. like the business needs this yeah like mm, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna break the law to make sure that the business like b- make sure I can do this thing that I think is good okay uh so then we're moving on to neutral uh so this is lawful neutral i think this is a little bit of a controversial choice but i think that uh lawful neutral being somebody who's like for the most part a rule follower i put detective o Mm. because he has broken this one very big rule right obviously when he uh Uh, when he has uh, been manipulated by the Dong family in order to, uh, you know, put a gardener in jail. Uh, But, 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 uh, he seems very like aware that that was not the right thing to do and he's very apologetic about it. And now he's very much like, I want to be the kind of person that that my daughter deserves to look up to.
0: That's lawful neutral.
2: Yeah. No, no, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lawful neutral. Then true neutral. Sua. Mm, that's a good choice. Cause she's just like, I'm like, I don't even, you're just letting stuff wash over you. <laughs> Wherever just the like, wind blows. She's just yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Chaotic neutral. This is Esol because chaotic neutral is um, when you will do anything that you want for your own good. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. what she does. Totally. Absolutely. Now, I didn't have anybody for lawful evil. At first, I did have Dehi here. But then after I watched this episode, I moved him right on over to chaotic evil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so chaotic and evil is like the, the corner of this grid, like the most despicable kind of uh evil character if you will
2: that's correct chaotic evil is when you will do whatever it takes to serve your own good whereas like lawful evil at least as far as i understand is more like you're using the rules that exist to like manipulate the rules for your own good so before it seemed more like he's just like oh i'm like kind of bending the rules so that i get more what i want and now after this episode he was like Fuck the rules. Fuck it all. Yeah. Where would you
0: put um poor poor unfortunate first son Chang Kunwan?
2: Gunwan was my uh last one and he's neutral evil uh because he's like bad but he like he he he's more also kind of uh he's not necessarily doing it for his own personal good um cuz he also like didn't mean to kill Sweet, sweet daddy, you know, yeah. but he also like is bad, but he like he, in my opinion, he can't be bad solely on his own. Like he has to, he's he's the um, uh, who's the Domino Gleason Gleason character in Star Wars? He's like he serves a greater, he has to serve a greater, mm. a greater God. Yeah. Can I pitch someone for lawful Please.
1: evil? Oh yes. Um. I'm thinking maybe Assistant
2: Kim. (gasps) Ooh! Oh,
0: yeah. The the guy who's always chauffeuring everyone around, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
2: like that. I like that.
1: I almost said Kong at first because I'm not convinced that she's working for good, you know? Yeah, she's
2: working for herself. Yeah.
1: But I want to wait and see with her for a little bit, especially after this episode. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, let's get back to the episode, okay, all right, and then later, maybe we can do one of those, but with like the top part being hottie, neutral, not hotty. <laughs> And then we can find neutral
0: hottie, lawful hottie.
2: Yes, we'll rank the hotness.
0: What are the rules of hottie? We just though? like
2: need
1: to figure this out because
0: yeah, we need. Well, to-
2: I think I, like moving moving through my notes, I wrote down that I do think that Kong is the hottie because she's got style and she's got confidence.
1: Yes, she does. Oh, the asymmetrical earring again—the
2: bar and, and she was stuff. Wearing, yeah, the over the ear earring was very oh. good. <laughs> Very haughty behavior. Yes. Well, before we get
1: to that, so the news is now reporting on the assault that Gunwon has done and his confession because Yusa has posted about it. Um, And Dehi is pissed and truly slaps Mm. Gunwon until he can slap no more.
0: Oh, yeah. Again, another moment of feeling like a little bit sorry, a little bit bad for Gunwon. It's like, oh, man, this guy. Oh, man,
2: I really did not feel bad for Gunwon because I was like, you a hundred percent had like you 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 That's did true. something extremely bad, and
0: <sighs> he just can't keep out of trouble. This no, idiot. you if know, he's he just, is he oh.
1: just not like made for this, like let him go do something else. You know, He just like
2: uh, yeah, I mean, he just like it does feel like we're trying to like shove a square peg into a round hole here. Like yeah, he does. He maybe he is much more like Günsu and much more of like a like a gentler person, but he. His dad has tried to mold him into this like villain protege. And so he's like, I have to be bad. But yeah. he doesn't really
0: want here's to be bad. Pro- here's my proposal for Gunwon, which mm. is I would like to see a spinoff where Gunwon actually has a moment to talk to Sungwon. Ironically, their mm. names sound very similar. And Sungwon hooks Gunwon up with a job or a position at his old gang. And I think that would suit oh. Gunwon's kind of tendencies and and his skill set much more, uh, yeah, better than being the the heir to this. I don't know. Swimmer. I feel
1: like Gunwon. Uh, Gunwon should like take up watercolors or something. Like maybe he's an <laughs> I artist.
2: I mean, I see where you're both coming from. I just, I just think that he is is putting on this like horrible bully persona because he wants to impress his dad yes. but it's not really who he is and I, I
0: think agree a, a, ga- a gang would fulfill Kunwon's need for a father figure who accepts him
1: but I would guess that the gang meant the gang
2: like would it be the same kind of I thing think, I think it might be similar <laughs> <I think laughs> so. so. it's just like he's too messy he's too yeah. messy to be in a gang I mean I guess I don't know that much about being in a gang but uh, I, I assume <laughs> that like this like messy reckless aimlessness he, is not It's just in his fate
0: to get slapped multiple times by your father figure in life. He's just
2: so messy. Whether it's his own father or the gang
0: leader, he'd just be getting slapped around for all of his missteps.
2: As opposed to if he just accepted that maybe he's a more gentle being like his brother, who's now also trying to be like, is also trying to, you know, be more powerful. But that's a different thing. You know, I'm just like, maybe you're just a, a gentler... A gentler, less rageful person. Yeah.
1: You know mm. what? He should like work in Trader Joe's. Like Ooh. I feel like that would be a good vibe for him. Everyone's so <laughs> nice there.
0: Well, you're part of the family at yeah. Trader Joe's. Yeah. Trader Joe is your father.
1: Yes. And Trader but, Joe's but nice. He's not he trades, you know? He doesn't he, Yeah. He doesn't just take, he yeah. he trades.
2: Yeah.
0: He does peddle some good wares. I'll he does.
2: That. I mean, the snacks there are top notch. Top notch. I love the dark chocolate
0: peanut butter cups.
2: Mm, A lot of oh, so good. Oh, yes. (laughs) Shout out to Trader Joe's. Shout out. Shout out to this episode. Yes. No, we don't have. No, we don't have that Trader Joe's.
0: We until we have a formal agreement, we're not trading.
2: Yeah, Trader Joe's does not need
0: to advertise on a
2: podcast because they are like that. People, people know they just they put out the product and the product speaks for Mm -hmm. itself.
0: You know, I do feel a little weird when I see stuff like kimchi being sold in these kind of like non-Korean mm-hmm. venues. Um it's like a part of me is kind of like, yeah, Korea, we made it. You know, but then it's also like, oh, all our shit's being sold for profit besides us, you know, kind yeah, of and like. Yeah, I got
2: yeah. I got kimchi from um like a, a random grocery store once, it was like an americanized brand that's true the taste is the same and i was like yeah i was like uh, even i knew that i was like this isn't it don't, this isn't it
0: you you know you don't realize this but you've become way more korean mm-hmm. in the past few korean drama seasons uh than you, know, uh, when you started out.
1: <laughs> i also love how this has kind of turned into an anti-commercial for trader joe's yeah <laughs> we're like actually no, no, we're not into
0: him. it. Fuck Trader Joe.
2: Yeah, actually, Eish. but I, I really, I, I, I really like their. Um, they have these like soy, soy sesame crackers, mm, yeah. really good. Mm. And they used to have these really good, um, apple cinnamon like crispy cookies <gasps> during the fall. I haven't found them since. Devastating.
0: They do this weird thing where they cycle out these great products but only for like a limited time i don't understand that
1: yeah now we're somewhere in the middle of a commercial and an (laughs) anti-commercial
0: we would just like to toe the line
1: yes well speaking of towing the line roy decides to bring yisa to his meetings with hojin and kang and i wrote down damn two hotties on one bench because Kong and <laughs> Hojin were sitting on the same page. It's record. a fashion show. <laughs> yes. Uh, I
2: mean, yeah.
1: Yes. Um. So Kong is like pissed because Yiso has made the uh, stock prices of Janga plummet. But Yiso is not faced because she has a plan. And she says that now is the time to dismiss Dehi. And here's how it's going to happen. They need two things to happen first. The first is they need Detective O oh to turn himself in. So Kong and Roy goes to talk to Detective Oh, but who is missing again? But Heiwon. She's run away because Detective Oh told her what he did and what has to happen. And it's so heartbreaking. I'm sure, Kim, this is what you're reacting to. Because eventually Kong finds Wan and she's like crying because she's like, I don't like what my dad did to Seroui's dad, but also I don't want him to go away. (laughs) <laughs> which is so sad.
2: Oh, my God. I was so emotional. I mean, hats off to this young actress. She mm-hmm. really pulled at the heartstrings of this scene. I was so, so, like, her apologizing to Seroy for, like, I'm so sorry for what my dad did to your dad. Like, uh, but she was, yeah, she was like, but I I don't want him to go to jail. I need him here with me. Oh, my God. It just, it truly broke my heart. Mm. yeah and
1: then I mean it, they play it off really nicely but Kong basically tells her like to suck it up because her father's showing courage and accepting responsibility but the only reason she's saying that is because they need him to turn himself in like I don't know
2: oh, how much yeah. they,
1: she means it you know it's and- funny
2: because I was like oh this is such a moment of I was like oh this is like very interesting because it's very different than uh what I imagine American parenting to look like, which is like very much like okay like if you're upset like we won't do that thing or whatever but um yeah it, it's interesting that you bring up that maybe she was saying that instead to manipulate uh, oh. manipulate the situation Oh
0: absolutely because detective O is sitting there and then director Park is clearly saying all this stuff in earshot to kind of be like hey, you know try to encourage him like you're doing the right thing for a noble cause and right. selling it that way as well
1: lawful evil lawful. lawful evil well okay and the second thing that they need to do to make this plan work is they need to know if day will protect his son or abandon his son because mm-hmm. if he uh, abandons his son then the plan won't work um but everyone pretty much thinks he's gonna protect the son um even Dae he who even though he's pissed is not going to abandon gunwan and tell sua this much when sua which says, I was oh sorry go ahead oh just when sua says he needs to abandon him
2: yeah I I thought it was like at first I was like oh my gosh like she's I was like first of all it very seems very out of character for her and then I was like oh no she's like going uh like I was like she's going against the plan that like roy and kong have but then i was like oh she's a plant
1: Su was
2: oh i thought so i thought that she oh. was a plant because then then the uh the secretary comes in with the tea oh
1: yes i thought that was just coincidental but what you're saying makes
2: more sense oh okay well it could be
0: wait wait wait, wait what
2: so Suah is talking to Dehi, and she's like, "I think that you need to uh, get rid of Gunwon for right. the company to recover." And I thought that was very out of character for her because she doesn't usually like speak up in defiance of Dehi. Um, and also, I was surprised because saying that is like the opposite of um, the opposite of what. Roy and Kong want right because Roy and Kong um uh need him to defend Gunwan so that uh they can have a case for dismissing the chairman mm-hmm. having for dismissing Dehi um but then uh I can't remember exactly what it was that happened but like he revealed that he knew that the secretary who brought in the tea um, that she has been a, a plant for Kong, that she's right. been relaying information back to Kong. But I also thought in that moment that maybe Sua was a plant from uh, Roy and Kong. But now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, that wouldn't happen because she's such a, she's so like finicky and flaky. I, I,
0: yeah, I think Sua is not a, an intentional plant. I think she's just kind of off on her own. Um, struggling to figure her way out and where her alignments lie. Right. Yeah. Guess, she doesn't
2: know. She's true neutral. Yeah. <laughs> I guess
1: it's like unconventional times, so maybe that's why she's acting a little out of character because it's like so heightened, you know, the situation.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, she
0: realizes she, she has the um the chairman's ear, so.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: But after the secretary eavesdrops and tells the what she heard to Kong, Oh boy, is it on? A proposal goes out <laughs> to dismiss Day He. Holy shit! Yeah, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> did, did that go out to like a company wide email that uh, Kunwan eventually got straight to his email? Do you think?
1: Well, I think it just went out to the stockholders, and I'm sure Day He has some stocks. Like he must and have I'm his sure, own stocks.
2: I'm sure but that Kunwan, people were yeah. like forwarding it to. Yes. The Jongs. For some
0: reason, I had a brief moment where I thought maybe he is like spying on his own kind of stockholders' emails or something. I mean,
1: it
2: could be. Yeah, it could be. It's something that like corporations do, right? Is like, read your Mm. emails.
0: For whatever we know.
1: Yeah. Hi, corporations. I'm sure you're
2: listening. Hi, corporations.
0: Please. uh, If you want to sponsor us, you know, just uh, email
2: at, at Steve,
0: Steve. Uh, just at Steve just go at Steve <laughs>
2: email Steve <laughs> and if you <laughs> will get it
1: if you don't sponsor us we'll do an anti-commercial
0: That's we'll right. do an
2: anti-commercial mm-hmm. and we'll talk about the pros and the cons mm-hmm. so that nobody knows whether or not they want to buy your product or not mm-hmm.
0: we'll be chaotic neutral-
1: mm-hmm. hmm well while this is all happening Roy kind of tells gunsu what his plans are that he wants to take down his father Um, And says, like, he's sorry, but it is what it is. He's going to do it no matter what Gunsu thinks about it or says about it. And that makes Gunsu pretty sad. Uh, But he thinks about it and decides he wants to take over Janga. At least that's the impression I got.
2: I'm under a similar impression. And I really thought that this was Gunsu's, like, villain origin story moment. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It did
1: kind of feel that way. Um... But then, so after that day, he has, like, an almost sweet moment with Gunwan and I was really confused. Uh, uh-huh. It was really weird because he's, like, apologizing. He's like, you know, I'm hard on you because I want you to be a good chairman. He gives them the weirdest
2: hug. I thought in this moment that he was going to kill him. Like, I thought that he was going <laughs> to, like, like. Killing Eve style. Spoiler, if you didn't watch the first season, I guess. Stab him in the stomach. Uh, Like, I thought that he was going to kill him. Because I was like, this is so out of character.
0: Yeah. Yeah, He gave him, like, the Mafioso you know, hug or kiss of death kind of thing. It's like.
2: Yeah. Yes. I was
1: so weird. And then he sends him off. He sends him off with assistant Kim to drive him to the prosecutor's office where they're pretty sure he's going to get off because they don't have enough evidence or whatever. Um, And then Dehi very uh, suspiciously is like, okay, let's go. And you're like, where is he going? And where does he go? But an apology press conference.
0: Surprise. Surprise.
2: Oh, my God. It was so quick. And and I want to shout out the composer slash the sound team for one moment because I can't remember what moment it was, but shortly before we arrive at the press conference, they did this very ominous, like, low rumble mm. that you could, like, barely hear. But it was, like, deeply unsettling. And mm. it just, like, let me know that some shit was about to pop off. And it fucking did. Well, yeah.
1: funny you should mention the composer because this is the song. The song that's playing throughout this sequence is the one that I was trying to find on iTunes and could never. F- I can't find it. It's the one I want to run to. Um, Damn. But it's really I good. To watch it again. Yeah, uh, it's fine. I, I just won't find it. It's fine. Um, but at this press conference, <laughs> Dehi does this very manipulative thing where he starts crying. He confesses. He says that his son, Gunwon, killed uh, Seroi's father, but he takes responsibility for it, saying he covered it up. He didn't discipline his son enough, um, but now he must pay. his son must pay for his crimes.
2: And then, no, wait, wait, wait! I don't think that he said that he covered it up. Oh, no. maybe not. It was a misdirect that,
0: apology. Oh. Yeah, he's, he was like,
2: he was like, my son did this thing, and he did do it, and like, uh, I'm so sorry for my son. I um, see, I see.
1: Yeah.
0: Just because
2: that that point becomes very uh, important in a moment. Oh, it's
0: like a s- sacrificial chess move, you know?
2: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And he he
1: ends the press conference by apologizing and gets on to Sadoi and his family. And getting on his knees to like bow and beg forgiveness, which is kind of truly shocking to see. Very shocking, but also kind of what Seroi wanted. Right. That's what he said at one point.
2: Yeah. Which makes
0: it even more frustrating because that's what he wants technically, but that's not how he wants it. Right.
2: Right. Because it's, it's insincere. And like intercut through all of this, we see Roy throwing up in the bathroom. Right. Um, and we also see in this intercut that uh, Mr. Kim, the se- the the assistant, is in on this because he's driving and Gunwon is like in the backseat, like realizing what's going on. And he's like, pull over, pull over. And Mr. Kim's like, I can't pull over. But then Mr. Kim didn't put on the child safety lock. So <laughs> yeah. Gunwon is able to just like jump out of the car. I was like. Mr. Kim, you really like fuck this up because like if you're trying to like take a hostage to well not like a hostage but if you're trying to like drive this man directly to the police station like you should have put on the child safety locks like I don't really know what to tell you. I'm starting I to mean, think that he's. Not I think a good he assistant. did think through it
0: though because he realizes if he had locked in Kunoan in the back seat, this crazy kid might have just like tried to jump over to the front of the car and then cause the car to like swerve and crash and then they'd all be dead.
2: That's true. I guess that is true. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I'm sorry, all right, okay, I I'm back. Kim. Yeah, I'm
1: back on board. Um, <laughs> but one thing that does happen when the because Gunwon jumps out of the car to run back to his father, and his tie falls off, and I wrote down seed. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too.
0: Who's gonna discover his tie but, and realize it's his tie?
2: Well, I thought it was gonna be a seed because he had jumped out of the car and ran away. Um, but, uh.
0: Who could possibly be walking along the street and be like, oh, huh,
2: this looks yeah, like Kudon's tie. D- right. But then he does like um, he does run, uh, of course, uh, to where to Jungle He's like right outside Jungle Co when his father is emerging from the building and uh, like he gets swarmed by by press and they're like what is your comment? What is your comment? And in an extremely like Miranda Priestly moment, while his father is getting into his uh, black car with the tinted windows, um, Allah at the end of devil wars Prada. um, Good uh, Gunwon is like, yes, it's true. I did it. It was just me. I covered it up all by myself. It's all my fault. And so then I was like, well, then the tie is irrelevant. Cause I thought he was going to like go into hiding, like spoiler alert, parasite style. Like, but, he didn't. He went to jail.
1: Not this time. Yeah. Well, so the dismissal didn't work, unfortunately. And Kong gets transferred to Pa Pajin. Pajin. Pa pa which is where Detective O is based. So maybe they'll get together. I don't know. Sorry,
2: I don't oh, know. I didn't <laughs> connect yes. to that. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, interesting. Yeah, but we'll he see. might be going to jail. Oh, do you think do you think that uh Kong will become uh he Won's like guardian? <gasps> I would love that um Mm,
0: they're setting it up it seems like i hope so
2: i want the
1: rom-com spinoff that's about to happen (laughs) over
2: there. there is not (laughs) enough good rom-com in this uh
1: yeah so you know it's not a good day for Kang, kong or hojin and they're getting drunk at janga but roy tells them that she's he's not giving up right he's not going to give up this fight with dehi so kong goes into a little story time and tells roy about this special dish that Janga has um and the story behind it is that day invented this dish during the 1997 financial crisis uh in korea and that's that's what allowed the restaurant to stay afloat but then she reveals it wasn't day like marketing invented this story when in fact it was sedoi's father who mm. created
2: this dish mm mm-hmm.
0: marketing needs a story so mm-hmm. she says
2: yeah, and, and it's he, about
0: the sauce.
2: And he got all, all Mister, uh, all Mister Park got for all of his, all of his work that propped up Jongko is this like watch that Sarah wears, and it's a nice looking watch, but like it certainly doesn't look like it's, um, like adequate compensation for creating the pork gochujang dish that yeah. has like. Like fueled an empire.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just adding more insult to injury.
2: Yeah, but she
1: basically passes the baton to him, and it's like, okay, it's your turn to keep fighting to take down Dehi, which Roy pretty much tells Dehi at uh, Gunwon's sentencing. He gets sentenced to seven years, which is not a lot of time. That's still. what I thought.
2: I thought I thought that seven years wasn't a lot, but I was like, oh, I guess he didn't like he didn't. The murder wasn't intentional, but he did like cover it up, which I feel like is really bad.
1: Well, that's what they say, right? When you when you get in an accident, the act of getting into an accident usually is not like a crime. If it is an accident, it's the running Mm -hmm. away that makes it a crime.
2: Right. And And also, this is not relevant to the sentencing of this criminal, but uh, he does have a true bowl cut. Right now, because he doesn't have any of his hair products, <laughs> yeah, he oh, and he's right. got the real mushroom haircut going <laughs> it's like on here, really bad.
0: That's what the original OG bowl cut looks like. Ugh,
2: oh my god, it's you can all really bad. see like it. It's so the color is so, so compared bad. to that.
0: Doesn't Roy's no, bowl cut look no, so much Steve, more updated no. and s- svelte? No, no.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, I do think it looks less bad, but I think they're both bad. It's oh, like, man. if you gave me two piles of dookies and you're like,
1: one <laughs> smells worse than the other, I'm like, yeah, but they're still dookies. You know well, I mean? I
0: mean, if one's like a rabbit dookie, then I'm like, yeah, I could. It's, that's a lot better to no, deal with 10 like, you know, it's something else. I anyway. don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't think either of them are as bad as a dookie, but I think they both suck. <laughs>
0: I I'm still just, like Roy Bullcut's hair.
2: No, no. You know Steve whose I hair I, mi- I. I will say that the hair department on Secret Garden was really good because mm-hmm. Hottie had really good hair, yes. and um the pop star had really good hair. Oscar, oh, yes, yeah. and Oscar's love, whose name I forget, the Blazers. We called oh, her Blazers. Yes. She also had amazing hair.
0: Blazers so. also that that kid who had a crush on Oscar.
2: <gasps> Oh, Bernie he Sanders! Had, like, Bernie, Bernie Sanders—he yes. yes. had good Young hair. Bernie. Everybody on that show had had good hair, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, this is maybe also an unpopular opinion, but I don't love Isol's like hair dye. No. It's very—it's very harsh. I um, liked her bob
1: when she. Oh no, sorry, Isol. Oh wait,
2: I like that one. You like her, you like the you like the very it's severe a duel now.
0: Kathy is about to bleach. fight you, Kim. I do.
2: Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm Kim, ha- I mean, I said it would maybe be a controversial opinion. I'm sorry to say this,
1: but I declare you my enemy now.
2: Oh my god. Okay. Oh, man. Well, enemies
0: uh, being drawn in this yes. episode.
2: I guess I have to come up with a 15 year plan to take <laughs> you down.
0: Hold hold on. Did did uh, did Roy get sentenced to prison for one more year than Kunwon? No, Wasn't he, he in jail for, like, th- eight years? No, he
2: got three years. Oh, Remember? he got three? He only got three? Yeah, because oh. Which was also, like, extremely low for attempted murder
1: with your own hands. Yes. Like, to beat someone to death, almost. Like,
2: and only get three Because he years? really was, like, fucked up. Yeah. And he only got three years.
0: It is funny how these different cultures kind of calculate punishments for, you know, things like murder, attempted murder.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not, like, mad at it. I'm just surprised, honestly. Because, like, ours are, like, so long. But Mm. whatever. That's a discussion for a different type of podcast. Uh,
2: (laughs) For the one we're on... The Korean prison podcast.
1: (laughs) For the one we're on, uh, the episode ends because uh, when Roy brings the newspaper of Gunwon's conviction, along with a bottle of soju to his father's grave. But then he says that the soju still tastes bitter, which is so... (gasps) Sad oh. why you gotta leave us on that note One oh class
0: yo this episode was like oh. just like a, a, a crying workshop
1: truly a roller coaster of emotion
0: <sighs> even uh Kunwan, even Changdehi, <laughs> they all they all like were like hey i have the waterworks too
2: yeah I was so sad oh my god really incredible acting he yes. was like like he was oh it was just and it was so sad well
1: anytime you flash back to his father i will
0: oh, <laughs> it's so sad I get like a Pavlovian response in my eyeballs like yeah. oh
2: he the- just like he, like you can see in that actor's eyes like like i think i think it's we see some truly beautiful acting in this show and like the guy who plays oh i wrote down his name well i think i spelled it wrong i tried to write it in korean i wrote down Seung-yol. Seung-yol? I, don't know if that's, I think that's the dad's name oh um but they they had his name on his uh on his gravestone um, but anytime you see him like that actor just admits so much love yes. and care for his child. And like they just have to flash to him for like one one quick second. Like even when they ugh, flash back to when he's dying, um, you can still see the desperation in his face like after that, like very terrible scene. And it's just like it says so it says so much to you. Yeah, and I just I yeah. think it's really incredible
0: what yeah like he only he was, he was only in like a few episodes and then they're like we're gonna milk it till it's bone dry you know
2: well there's and some i juice hope that left. that man gets residuals for yes. every single one of these episodes he
0: deserves it man yeah you're right just one second is all we need cue the music flash his uh. face
2: oh yeah uh.
0: oh man <laughs> are we gonna cry really now
2: yeah i think we emotional must. It was yeah. so sad. Oh,
0: This is uh this would be a lesson on Han, you know, mm. this, mm-hmm. this feeling of injustice. It's like, it's even more torturous because it's like the world thinks that justice has been served, mm. but it truly hasn't. Right. Mm. And yeah, not going to go too deep into the analogies, but, you know, we see that happening. Uh, in america and with criminal justice as well
2: absolutely
0: wow what a downer
1: (laughs) but i mean i guess important to reflect upon given how relevant it is to today's society you know so i don't know
2: absolutely i and i i I am curious right because we were talking about the brevity of the sentencing in the korean carceral system and i'm, I'm curious on um what the like uh what's it called the recidiv- the recidivism uh rate is over that like how likely it is that that um well it's
0: people go back into prison
2: yeah or or maybe the maybe the sentencing is lower there because they see that it's effective but i mean
1: also I'd be curious how focused on rehabilitation um carceral systems are in Korea or just like elsewhere cuz I I don't know here it's just like not <laughs> that at yeah. all so like right. when you say oh this person sentenced to 20 years you're just like taking 20 years off their life for no purpose at least that's what I have been observing so if but if you mm-hmm. sentence someone to 3 years of prison time in Korea and it's like a really uh, aggressive rehabilitation effort like perhaps that three years is like way worth it you know to like
2: right well maybe then in that wow. way that the, the maybe in that way like the carceral system is effective yeah but at the same time like we saw the first day that Roy went to prison he got the shit beat out of him so yeah also it looked like a sad preschool so it did look like a sad preschool and how much can you be learning at a sad preschool yeah
0: yeah, my instinct is to be like I, I want to say, that it sounds terrible, but that the American prison system probably has better resources for the inmates. Mm. But what do I know? You know, <laughs> I haven't been in the in prison. So I'm
1: going to need someone to do some hardcore research and present me a paper. <laughs> I'm curious for the
0: Korean prison podcast. Yes,
2: yes, Korean prison podcast. Yeah, please and thank um, you.
0: You know you know what's funny to me is that if you rewind back in this episode, everyone's all guessing what will Chairman Zhang do. Like, will he throw mm. his son under the bus or not? Roy's the only one who thinks that uh, Chairman Zhang would actually throw his son under the bus. So he was right in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's like, by the end of this episode, they're like really in a weird way, hate respecting each other and hate acknowledging each other as our sworn enemies, you know? It's like, and they... Probably more than anyone else, they know each other the best.
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, They've it, got
0: this weird, twisted relationship now.
1: It almost seems to that day he is like ready to call a truce with Roy, which just shows how how strong of a, a enemy Setoie is, right? Because he's like ready to be like, okay, let's not let's let's just like stop here, you know? And he's like, no, I'm coming for you next, you know? Like we're not done here.
2: Right. Am mm. I off base? Oh, I didn't get the vibe at all that they were that day. He was interested in calling a truce. But uh, I, I do think it's interesting that Seroi accurately predicted that Dehi He would throw his son under the bus because like because Kong works for Janga, um And uh, so in that way, I'm like, yes, she would think that he would want to protect his son because He's always dragging him around all these meetings and like giving him these high powered positions that he's completely unqualified for, which, you know, we see happen elsewhere in the world as well. Um, but it it does make sense to me that in the end he was like, you know what, this guy is too much of a liability. Like I'm going to throw him under the bus uh, and send him to jail. And then he doesn't like really need to. Like, he looks like he did the right thing because he's like, oh, I didn't know that my son killed this person. And it's true, which is, like, not true. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. I Yeah. It's interesting to me that he did because you could tell in the beginning he really didn't want to abandon his son. Like, I don't think he was making any of that stuff up when he was Mm -hmm. talking about how his siblings died of, like, food-related things. Mm. And so he made a food company so that his family would never starve or whatever. Or could always mm-hmm. eat. I think that's all real. So he really didn't want to abandon the son. He just had to. He Or he felt he had to. Um,
2: yeah, I, I think that he was, like, ultimately in the end, you know, uh, he probably also weighed that, like, Gunwan will come back to him. You know, Gunwan has so much loyalty to his family and to his dad that, like, you know, he was probably just, like weighing the options and was like, this is this is it.
0: So Chang He, the chairman, decides to throw his son under under the bus in a calculated chess move to not only counteract whatever he suspects Kang and Ho-jin and Roy is up to, um, but also to protect his interest in the corporation.
2: Mm-hmm hmm
0: Okay. I'm just trying to, like, process it out loud.
2: Chaotic evil. Yeah. Chaotic evil. I mean, because he's, like... Because he doesn't, like... I think that he realizes that Sua is correct, that he either needs to choose his son or choose the corporation. And so instead of simply dismissing his son from the corporation, like... He I, I mean, I guess that's weird is like instead of just like saying like, hey, you can't work here anymore. Like you you need to go ask and where he works mm-hmm. like go get a job. Um, but it is like and I guess maybe it's just a power move to be like. I called the police and I told them that this is true, and I told them that you're going to that we're going to bring you in to turn yourself in just seems really extreme. That's why I was like, he's definitely chaotic evil. Like if he's willing to do something like this to protect his company, because it's, it's about his legacy, right? Like at least that's what I interpret as like, it's about his legacy and his son, Gunwon, is not capable of giving him the kind of legacy that he wants. So he's like,
0: at this no. point, it's like Chairman Jung doesn't even have a family. Uh, so mm-hmm. there's no family for him to take care of or protect. It's really about his ego, I guess.
2: Yeah. Janga yeah.
0: started off as uh, a thing about not letting people go hungry. And then over time, I guess the, the money and the the power kind of corrupted him. But then now I'm curious, what's going to happen next now that kunwan uh, is going to be in prison? Is he going to have his Roy Bullcutt moment? He has his own 15-year plan. Ooh.
1: The 15 years keep Ooh.
0: overlapping Ooh. each other.
1: It's like um, two mirrors facing each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love
2: that. Oh, Well, I mean, I'm, I'm curious how this all fits into Roy's 15-year plan too because, again, like I have mentioned uh, a bunch of times on the podcast, like I interpreted the 15-year plan to be like, him saying that these are the statute of limitations for getting you arrested for the crime that you committed against my father. So I'm wondering, like, this is certainly not the way in which Roy imagined that Gunwan would be arrested. So I'm I'm curious how this, like, does or does not fit into his plan. Mm.
0: Uh, as we see at the end of the episode, he's got to think of another plan.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my well, God. Well, he,
1: he tells Gunwan when he runs into him that... He didn't think he could make his plan happen. He thought it was impossible, but then Gunwon made it possible, like through his stupid actions or right. whatever. So I don't think I—I I think maybe it didn't fit into his plan very well. Like it, it does, kind of seem like at this point he's flying a little by the seat of his pants because so many things keep going wrong for him.
0: What is Roy Bullcut without a plan? He's just a bull cut.
1: I mean, yeah, the worst kind of bull, the worst kind of cut. I like what the they bowl, the planted. Gonna...
0: They I think they planted a seed. They have Roy Bowl cut in his black bowl cut. And then they also have Kunwan in his blonde bowl cut. Bowl cut versus bowl cut. I mm. would love to see that. Please.
2: And I would love that the, the fight is both of them with uh, with the clippers mm. <laughs> trying to cut each other's hair.
0: And all their own staff. All of Changa Corporation, Tanbom, mm. everyone has the same bowl cut. No! Uh, oh no, I'm that's not know. what I said. I, love, I no. said trying to shave each other's heads. <laughs> I did not no, say bowl cuts. Steve, no, 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 no. no. That would be so amazing. Steve,
2: under your hat, is there a bowl cut? Don't so take it off. Don't, hat, cut it off. Don't cut it off. Don't it. Oh, okay. Oh. No,
0: it's just not. That done looks great. Here.
2: No, I love it. That's fine. That's fine. It's not a bowl cut. Oh. Steve was wearing a hat, and I really thought maybe,
0: maybe mm. one day. No, Steve. It takes so much guts to have a bowl cut and that's and what for, i respect about it
2: but for what end and i don't think that he's doing it as like a as like a you know um fashion you know style choice i think he's just like this is that's the haircut that i that's have
1: a steve yeah, jobs
0: haircut I, i'm jealous of that that kind of freedom mm. to just he just does what bull cut you know suits him the best
2: he's just living his life
1: and i and yeah. we love it for him you're just living your life so why can i how can i be mad at you he said that
0: mm-hmm. once.
2: It's true. Mm. I mean, well, we are mad at him because we hate his haircut. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I love it.
2: One third of us loves it.
0: We are we are becoming enemies.
2: Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Ugh! I'm already enemies with Kathy. I know. Oh. You can't hold this is all where the lines these lines are
0: getting drawn Ay-ay-ay. now.
2: Yay! Hmm. Okay.
0: All right. You save it. You s- you get ready for next episode where you get ready for next episode you, uh, you... you
2: get ready for next this is our villain origin story collectively yes. Yes. this is how we all become chaotic evil
0: <laughs> yes well um yeah tune in next time for episode 11 when i think looks like Kunzu joins jeonggak corporation and joisa confesses her love
2: oh yeah Ugh. oh ew i didn't see that you that... gotta watch the previews yeah i Ooh, got it
0: that can't go well. Alright
2: I mean well, I don't know We'll see We'll
0: see, we'll see. Alright guys See you next time
2: Bye bye You
0: make me <laughs> Thanks for listening To the Korean Drama Podcast Our producer is Marvin Yue And our executive producers are Will Choi Phil Yu And Joanna Lee
1: Follow the Korean Drama Podcast On Twitter At Korean Pod, And if you haven't Give us a rating and review On Apple Podcasts
2: Or Podchaser The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian-American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck podcasts at podcastpotluck.com.